Y'all, I, I, I have to do it. I'm going to start a podcast. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. It started out years ago of me wanting to write a book, and I still want to write a book, but I feel like the world this, these days enjoys podcasts a lot more than books. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be called Wildly After Me. My crazy wildlife that you couldn't even script in Hollywood because if you did, people would think it wasn't true. And throughout the journey of me talking about my wildly crazy life, um, uh, you will hopefully learn from my mistakes and learn from the growth that I've had. And maybe I can help even just one person not struggle and suffer as hard and as long as I did um, with many things. On this journey, we'll encounter ADHD, major depressive disorder, borderline personality disorder, rheumatoid arthritis, misdiagnosed, fibromyalgia, 25 different surgeries in my life. There's lots of lots of fun and exciting and interesting things um, in my life that we'll go over and talk about and chat about on my weekly podcasts. But today, what brings me here first episode now that I've opened up and explained a little bit about my goals and the reason I want to do it. Uh, First episode, I want to talk about the way that parenting can be done so differently, but in the end, we all have the same common goal, right? We're raising these human beings to be the best human beings that they can be. And hopefully even better than we were, right? Because we're trying to do that whole learn from our mistakes and teach them kind of thing, right? So I find myself today on my couch all alone. My two kids, older kids gone to work and doing various things. And my youngest, maybe working, I don't know. Right now, he's not talking to me unless it's in a tirade of a disrespectful, cussing, untruthful text messages. So I'm struggling. That's why I come to you today. I'm struggling. And this is, this is who I am. This is, this is honestly, wildly I struggle. I struggle a lot more than people recognize or realize. And <clears throat> and I'm going to hopefully tell you the truth and be honest. People call me honestly. That's my TikTok handle. Honestly, because I want to be real and raw and honest and tell you the truth. Even though publicly in front of people, I struggle to admit how much I struggle. (laughs) I've used that word a lot. Uh, It's hard, y'all. It's not only hard being a parent, it's hard being a single parent. And I was prayerful that one day that wouldn't be the case when they were older and that as adults they could have two parents to help them navigate. Because sometimes I think actually being a young adult is part of the hardest part of life even though you need people there to raise them up and teach them morals and values and beliefs and and guide them in the choices they make and the and the paths they follow i believe young adultship is the hardest because that's when you're supposed to know what to do and how to do it on your own 
And that's when you need the most guidance because you're still having a growing brain till you're 25 and you're making the first life choices in your life that may actually cause you to go down paths you don't want to be on or paths you do want to be on or cause you to miss something that you don't know was an opportunity that older people know because they've been there and they've seen it and they've done it and they've made the same mistakes that you might make if we don't tell you. So today I come to you because I want to be real and raw and honest about being a parent and about the hardest parts of being a parent. My youngest son, who probably is the most like me in lots of ways, although lots like his daddy too, uh, is not talking to me right now. And the real raw honest truth is that I'm hanging on by thread to not go spiraling back down into that major depressive disorder cone. That continuous cycle that feels like I'm in a whirlpool, like a Bermuda Triangle that I can never get out of. Just cycling around and around and around of depression and trying to feel better and then thinking I'm better and something else happening and falling back again. But here's the thing that I want to talk about. That's how I really feel. That's how sad I am. I think about it every second of every day. I miss hearing music together. I miss singing together. I miss driving together. I miss everything. Cooking for him. Yelling him about his chores. Listening to him about his day and his girlfriend and him asking for advice. I miss it all. Could I have him back in a second? Probably. If I did what he wants me to do. Which is apologize to his girlfriend. Admit all kinds of things that are not true. Tell them that they were right. That they can, you know, do whatever they want. Yes, in his 19-year-old brain, that's what's right. That's what's going to make the world right. That's what's going to make him love me again. Or I shouldn't say love me again because I don't feel like he doesn't love me. But that's what's going to make him want to come home to me again. Or be a part of the family, I should say. Be accepting of his mother. However, here's the hard part that I want to talk about. The wild part about parenting is that it's wildly contradictive, okay? You have to fight the personal feelings of wanting the love, of wanting to be involved in their lives, of wanting them to be a part of your lives, of wanting a friend back, of wanting to help them because you love them so much and can't stand to see them hurting and going through things that they don't have to go through. You have to fight that urge 
because that's selfish. It's selfish for you to have those things as a parent. When in reality right now, what you need to do is teach the lesson of not being disrespectful, of treating your elders, especially your mother, with the utmost respect all of the time, of standing up for your family, your sister, your mother, your mother's home, to your friends, and yes, even including your girlfriend, your significant other, your partners. That's the lessons that you need to teach right now when you're in these predicaments with your kids where they won't talk to you because of something they did and you held them up to their consequences. They don't like the consequences, so they're expecting you to come back and say you're wrong so that they don't have to suffer those consequences. Now, that's hard in parenting because follow me here. What we really want to do is say, okay, son, that's fine. Come back with your girlfriend. That's fine. Because selfishly, we want to see our son. We want to be around him. We want to love him. We don't want to miss time with him. But again, it's selfish. Because I am then teaching my son that he can disrespect his mama. That he can disrespect her house. That he can let his girlfriend disrespect me. Disrespect his sister. And then go along with her and do the same thing, disrespecting his family. And that's not the kind of son I raised. And that's not the kind of human that I am going to continue to teach. I'm going to continue to be brave as a parent. And not be selfish. And hold my ground. And teach my son what real respect is. How to be a real man. How to face your consequences. How to face responsibility of your actions. How to admit when you're wrong. How to forgive. How to love no matter what. Not with conditions, but with boundaries. And those are healthy boundaries. Boundaries that you won't accept disrespect from others, but you also won't disrespect others. Because you can't gain the respect without giving it. These are the lessons that I'm teaching my son right now. By not doing what he thinks I should do and apologizing to them. Now, let me, let me make something clear. A few weeks ago, I did send an apology text. The text was very vague. Doesn't mean it wasn't sincere. But what it said was that I apologized for any of the actions that I did that would have hurt him because I am sorry for that. I always will be. I never like when my kids are hurt and they think that I caused it. Now, again, let me be clear. I didn't cause any hurt to this boy. He feels that I did because I held up my discipline and my end of the consequences that he gets for the way he behaved and the way he allowed his partner to behave in my home. So that's why he feels that I hurt him. Did I hurt him? No, I don't feel that I did. That's not hurtful. That's being a parent. That's disciplining my son. That's being a parent and being a homeowner because I wouldn't let anybody disrespect me in my home, whether it was my son, the neighbor, my father, my mother. I would stand up to all of them and say to them, no, that is not acceptable in my home. 
Now, did it get out of hand with my son? Yes. Did I yell and say some things that I may not have wanted to say in the end? Yes. It got heated. Again, those actions that they portrayed in my home and towards me and my family were the beginning of why that got heated. Um, because I may be your mom, but you're not going to come at me with disrespect, whether it's physical, mental, uh, verbal, having your partner do it either way. Anyway, you're not going to come at me like that. And I will react to get that to stop and get out of my house. So if that means me telling you to leave and don't come back until you can be respectful, that's what that, that's what it takes. But I'm not going to stand here and let that continue in my home. You're disrupting my spirit of my home, the spirit of love and acceptance here and respect. And I didn't teach you to live that way. Now, there's something else I'm going to teach. As far as forgiveness goes, that doesn't mean because I sent the text saying I forgive and am ready to move on and want to move forward because wasting time is selfish and, and, and immature and not smart when we have a large family that you could be and should be spending time with all the time. They should be getting to know your partner. But here's the problem. I went through this with your daddy. And I'm not going to sit back and let it happen with you. When there is dysfunction and abuse and drug abuse and isolation and all kind of toxicity in a relationship... I will not sit back and be quiet about that. That is not okay. And, and I tell him that I pray every day for his health and safety. Uh, and I don't say nothing about her because I, I pray for her too. These two people are young. They both need help. They need mental help, which on the other hand, we're going to talk about that on this podcast a lot too, because don't get me on that soapbox. Well, you are going on one of the podcasts about mental health and the help and the societal stigmas we have especially about men getting mental health in this in this world especially in america it's crazy how is getting help for yourself when you're sick ever been a weakness it should be a strength because you're smart enough to say i need help it's crazy to me but anyway we'll get on that another day they both need help they're both young i know they're making silly mistakes because they're young and they need help and i get it i was there i get it the problem is these young people today think they can wild out and do whatever they want wherever they want and their their disrespect is on a whole different level than I grew up with I mean me and my ex had dysfunction and abuse and and drugs and all of the above in it don't get me wrong when I was 19 I was not on the straight and narrow I was not a wonderful daughter I get it I'm not telling you I was I'm not telling my kids I was but what I am saying is we would never ever ever be caught once in our lives doing any kind of this stuff in our mama and daddy's house ever i don't care if his mama was a crack whore in prison and he was living at his big mama's house who also was on drugs and his sister who you know was doing her thing but not on drugs but just crazy life wilds having people in and out you know i don't i don't care what your lifestyle's like you don't disrespect other people's homes especially let me put it to you this way when they're letting you stay there for free let me just set the scenario up the right way here when these two are sitting here asking for money for food because neither of them are working on someone else's couch and then they have the audacity to call people names people that are giving them free money 
and a free place to stay? Uh Uh-uh. I would never in my lifetime as a 19-year-old get caught doing that. And then you have the audacity to also argue with your partner and break things in, in your mama's house? No. Hail to the no would I ever do that and never did me and my partner ever do that. The only time it involved my parents was in the very end when I left with my kids and he couldn't find me and he knew where I was and he was on his highest level of abuse because that's what happens in abusive relationships and, and drugs and alcohol are involved when you get to finally leaving and find that safe spot to get out. That's the most dangerous time. The abuser's going to be the most angry. Okay? Now, I'm not saying all this to put their daddy down because he did a lot of right things and he was a wonderful person in a lot of ways. And we'll get on that subject on another day. We'll talk about their daddy also on a podcast. But what I am telling you is I will not sit back and allow my kid to behave in such a way that is dysfunctional and toxic to his woman, to his mother, to his sister, to any other woman or person in this world because I did not raise him that way. I busted my ass as a single mother to get him out of that dysfunction and toxicity from his daddy's family. And I will not, I will not for the rest of my life budge on my strength and staying strong and how he should behave as a man and a person that I raised, that my son will not behave any other way but respectful to everyone and especially women and older people. He helped me take care of his great grandmother for 12 years. That's how he was raised. So I know that this toxicity in this relationship is causing all this. But anyway, I've been there too. I've done some crazy things because of relationships too. So again, I am a forgiving second chance type of person. But you cannot come at me the wrong way and expect that second chance. You need to come correct. You need to humble yourself, mature yourself enough to know, I need to take responsibility. What part of this equation am I involved in? How do I fix me? And how do I get back on track with people that do really love me? Because I realize and recognize that I have a part in every situation. That's what I'm ready and willing to forgive. Because I will not, I will not, let me be clear, put up with and accept anything less than the man that I raised, the respectful, loving, helpful young man that I raised. I'm not going to put up with any less. And one day his wife is going to thank me. Thank you for listening y'all. I'm going to try to keep these podcasts to about 20 minutes so that you don't get super bored and you tune in for next time. Volume number two, I'm going to talk about how I met their daddy. Okay, we're going to go back to when I was 14 years old. All right, stay tuned, y'all. Hit that subscribe button. And thank you for tuning in to my first podcast on Wildly. That's W-I-L-D-L-E-E. Stay tuned, y'all. Thank you very much. Much love and peace to all y'all. Namaste. And please be kind. It's free. Remember, if you have advice or you want to listen to advice, Take it. It's free. Do whatever you want later, but be kind. Take advice. It's free. And then be respectful about it and do whatever you want with it later. Okay, y'all? I love y'all. Until next time, thank you for tuning in. This is Honestly signing off.